0: Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father. And when there came a lion, or a bear, and took a lamb from the flock, I went after him and struck him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And if he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and struck him, and killed him. Your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God. And David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion, and from the paw of the bear, will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So speaks King David about Israel's enemy, Goliath. To the shepherd, any enemy of the Lord's sheep is just another lion or bear, another enemy to be defeated to rescue the helpless lambs. And we know how that story goes. Just as he would chase after a lion or a bear, David ran toward Goliath. He hurled the stone from his slingshot where it struck Goliath precisely, sinking into his forehead. And David ran up to Goliath, pulled out the giant's sword, and chopped off his head with his own weapon. As we prayed in the intro it, we heard that Jesus is our good shepherd. He is our David. Come to slay our Goliath. He is not some mythic hero, but God, flesh and blood, God and man united together in one person. And he has come not to slay our imaginary obstacles but to deliver the death blow to our mortal enemy. Often, when we think of the Good Shepherd, we think of a picture of Jesus with soft hair and kindness in his eyes, holding his dear sheep in his arms. And this is true. But there's more than this to the image of the Good Shepherd. For as we prayed in our intro it, The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So when Jesus says that he is the good shepherd, he means that he is our shepherd and he is David's shepherd. He is the Lord, the good shepherd, the one of whom David wrote. And what does this good shepherd do? Well, he comes to give us everything. He himself lacked in order that we lack nothing. He hungered and thirsted in the wilderness. He thirsted on the cross. He was stripped and brought to shame. For him, there was no escape. For him, the father had no mercy. The claws of the wolf we filled with him, and we poor sheep escape. His righteousness covers our iniquity. His nakedness covers our shame. His lack is our abundance. His death gives us life. We shall want nothing. In life, Jesus had no house, no home. Even his tomb had to be borrowed. But in him, we have a home. He has taken our tomb for himself. We have a home, a family, a church, a place to belong. The Lord is our shepherd we shall not want. On its own, a sheep will eat whatever is in the field before it. So the good shepherd brings us to the pastures of pure doctrine, where we may eat our fill. Yet all we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Yet led to the slaughter, the lamb opened not his mouth. They pierced his hands and feet in order to put him to death. All our iniquity is placed on him, and he was cut off from his people, cut off from the land of the living. There on the cross, he made intercession for the transgressors, and he died the death we wandering sheep deserved. His holy body was broken. A soldier pierced his side, and blood and water forth proceed. All creation, by that cleansing flood, are freed from stain. The stream of water from his side preaches his word of peace. It is gathered together in the quiet water of the font, where it washes our souls clean, His name is ours, for we have been given his name. We were christened, Christed in those waters. All that our first parents had lost, Jesus gives to us. His holiness clothes us. His father is our father, and he is our elder brother. The water with which we are baptized Wells up within us, a spring overflowing to eternal life. The unclean spirit has departed to make room for his Holy Spirit, and we are claimed as his own. He makes us lie down in green pastures, he leads us beside still waters, he restores our souls. Taken from the wide road that leads to destruction, we are once again set upon the paths of righteousness. There we seek his kingdom first. And all his gifts are added unto us. His kingdom, his name, and his will. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet these paths of righteousness go through the valley. Through this veil of tears through this evil from which we pray to be delivered. The darkness and the shadow of death surround us. The clouds of judgment gather in the very midst of life. Snares of death surround us. Holy and righteous God, holy and all-merciful Savior, save us lest we perish in the bitter pangs of death. Have mercy, O Lord but the darkness is only a shadow death is a toothless enemy for jesus our champion did not simply experience the death, did not simply experience death's shadow he stood our ground allowed the devil to do his worst in the valley of death itself he was brought to death death itself took him captive dead and buried and left for worms but death had overeaten death was undone death had swallowed a man but found itself filled with god jesus lives and whoever believes in him never dies for he has come to leave to lead the devil captive Now all that remains of death is its shadow, fearful though it may be. We still walk in this shadowy place. We still walk in danger all the way. Death pursues us and stands beside us, and sometimes it even comes before us. But Jesus is the Son of righteousness and grace who will lead us to days unclouded, he will guide our feet into the way of peace, for He is the way to life everlasting. For on that path through the valley, He is with us with His words of comfort, His words that dispel fear. This valley with all its shadows is not our home. For the word that gives light on the path of righteousness will lead us home, to the one flock, where our robes are washed in the blood of the Lamb. And so we know, and we follow him. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for he is with us. He is with us with his word and promises, his law and gospel, his rod and staff with his holy cross and his Holy Spirit. These are the gifts which comfort us. He will not take his Holy Spirit from us. His words to us are faithful and true. His rod and his staff, they comfort us. And so we live this life where death and hell desire to harm us. They desire to have us To consume us who are flesh and blood, we walk in danger all the way. They desire to have flesh and blood, and above all else, they desire to consume Jesus himself. But their threats are in vain, for in front of death and hell, we eat what they wanted, his body and his blood. In these our sins are taken from us, and we receive the highest good from our Good Shepherd. Our Lord gives us all that he has, even his very self, yet without losing anything that he has. He gives us his flesh and blood, that it may be one with our flesh and blood, enacting the one flesh union that we have with him. In this holy supper, in the midst of the valley, Christ enters us. Our sins are forgiven. Our faith is strengthened. And we rejoice in the foretaste of the feast to come. For we are anointed with the Lord's promises. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He anoints our heads with oil. Our cup overflows but our journey is not yet complete. So it is in the midst of this veil of tears, our Lord bestows us with his goodness and mercy. His goodness and mercy will follow us, chase and pursue, hound us if they must, in order that we stay on the paths of righteousness to the end that by his grace we may come to everlasting life. These two, goodness and mercy, are sort of the Lord's sheepdog, which keep us from turning to the right or to the left. They keep us from evil as we pray in the Lord's prayer. His righteousness will go before us and make a way for our footsteps. But more than a guide, our Lord's goodness and mercy are our rear guard, For as we walk through this life, our sins leave a wake of danger behind us. Every sin opens us to a demonic attack and places our faith in jeopardy. But our good shepherd is on every side. He goes before us to prepare the way. He is at our right hand and at our left. We walk with Jesus all the way. No evil leads our soul astray. For in Christ, no sin is unforgiven. There is no attack or accusation against us that he did not see coming. For he has deflected every sin. He has missed no detail. He is guiding and protecting by forgiving and loving. His goodness and mercy follow us Spare us, protect us, even from those attacks that come from within. To finally give us his ultimate promise, to dwell in his house forever. To give us the last and highest of all his gifts, the perseverance of the saints. It is the end and the result of all his sacraments, of the good shepherd's goodness and mercy and sacrifice so that when I, this earth, must leave, I will find an open heaven, where I will enter with all his sheep and dwell there forevermore. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It is why Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth so that we come to confess in all of its fullness, the Lord is our shepherd, we do not want. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.